Uh, we've got Rob Winters. Rob, good afternoon to you, my friend. Good afternoon, Pat. I have seen way too much of you this week. I know you have, and which takes us back to the Fanny story. <laughs> no, um, so <laughs> um, no, like no, but we had we had a great time out there Wednesday, didn't we? Absolutely, you know. Of course, uh, you uh, parked in one place and me uh, running it around like a chicken with a head cut off, trying to get as many people as possible uh, to come and chat with you. And uh, that, that's always fun. You know, we kid about it and everything. But uh, that is just one of the funnest three hours for me, you know, is chasing down people to uh, talk to you about what's going on at the Fort Wayne Farm Show. And uh, had some great guests. Yeah, and I, and I can always tell when you found another guest because clear across the room, I hear people screaming, no, Rob, no, don't make me go over there and talk to him. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Make them, make room, coming through, yep. make way, coming uh, through. No, and I will tell you, uh, all of them, great guests, each and every one that we had. You know, there was there wasn't a uh, burnout one in 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 the whole bunch, but well, I I got to tell you, I think when we talk to the FFA kids, um, it, this happens every year, Rob. That's always the highlight for me. I just, I get so excited when I see kids that young, uh, and this happens a lot where they're taking like their their gap, you know, break between high school and college. They've allotted themselves a year, and some of them dedicate themselves to be part of the board for FAA, and that was certainly the case for the two we had on the platform. But I just get so jazzed when I hear them, so excited about what they're doing. Well, you just said FAA. I don't think any of them are flying at this point, but uh, the FFA, uh, (laughs) you know, and the thing is, is that I'm going to cut you some slack and beat you up anytime I get I know you are. But the the deal with the FFA kids is that they, uh, we got the best of the best. Yeah. You know, we, we got the president of the, uh, of the, the FFA kids. Okay. So, I mean, you, we, we got the top tier there and yes, I am totally with you. And I was having a discussion with somebody at the Fort Wayne farm show about, you know, when you meet an FFA student, you are just so impressed that you come away asking yourself, why don't we take a chapter out of their book, whatever it is, yeah. and integrate that into the public school system? Because these kids are just amazing. Well, they they really are, and and it's it's not it's not like they're they're in FFA because they've been forced to, or mom or dad or grandpa made them do it. This is something they wanted to do, uh, and but because of the influence of like a mom or dad or a grandma or a grandpa or whatever or all the above. They're they're really knee deep into it almost before they even get started. Uh, the young lady who's the president this year, she was. I mean, she, as soon as I said her name and said hi, welcome to the program. I mean, she was lit up and ready to go. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the thing that you understand about these kids is that uh, they they uh, they have that ability through you know all of their training and and uh, all of the activities that they get to to be uh, subjected to within the scope of FFA, starting very early on, uh, that they're very comfortable um, in front of a microphone. They're uh, very comfortable, you know, to come in, sit down, have a conversation, an adult conversation. Right. And, uh, gosh, you know, you just don't you just don't see that very much. And then, of course, you know, we get an opportunity to talk about one of my favorite institutions and uh, bring Nate Perry on from uh, Huntington University. And, you know, when we talk about the quality of those kids in FFA, if you're ever worried about the next generation, just talk to an FFA student. But yep. Huntington University, that's where they get their best students because they are ready to hit the ground running when they hit the university level. Well, and you know, and when we talked to him from Huntington University, you know, we talked to him the first time, I think it was nine years ago. And that's when they were just starting 
their agricultural program at Huntington, right. and I think they had they had a whole eighteen students, mm-hmm. I think, in the program, That's and now, now they're like eighty or ninety in the program. They've partnered with Purdue. Uh, you know, there's just uh, there's a place for these kids to come, and when they're done going through that program there in Huntington, there's a place for them to go. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, it was uh, about eight or nine years ago, and uh, Nate was just getting into, you know, trying to launch that program, and uh, because, you know, the waiting list, and I'm talking to the show folks, it's about 49 or 50 different companies on the waiting list to get into the Fort Wayne Farm Show, so it's a pretty big deal, and uh, Nate had uh, gotten in and, uh, you know, begged and cajoled and did whatever he could to... uh, grovel on his knees and get just a little bit of space they gave him a table and a chair out next backed up to the wall out of the hallway and and i came upon him back then and i I stopped and i just because i was so curious you know who is this guy yeah what are you You doing against (laughs) a wall out here in the hallway you know and i started just you know having a conversation with him one thing led to another we've become very good friends because I just uh, i am behind that university and that uh, farm program that ag program uh, out there at Huntington University, just 110% because they're doing just some great things with kids. You know, one of the other things that I was so proud that we were able to get is one of the probably top four uh, commodity analysts in the entire country. No kidding. Uh, was was <laughs> at the show, Arlen Suderman, and uh, he can make you feel stupid real quick. Yeah, it's, yeah, he, he had me down in the guy. dump cellar in about five minutes. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just a fascinating guy to talk to because if it has – Anything to do with food and getting it from point A to your plate, uh, and that includes all over the world, you know, uh, both exports and imports into the country. If it has to do with food, uh, he is a guy who really understands what's going on with it. So I was I was really pleased to be able to uh, grab him for a couple of minutes and get him to agree to come on and sit down with you. And, and that was a hard sell, i got to tell you. <laughs> well, sure, because the guy's got a brain. Um, <laughs> you, were, you want me to go talk to who? Um, <laughs> another thing, too, the, the, the young man I talked to that was from the company that was there selling some of the large equipment, and we were looking at that that sprayer over there, that was you know on the other side of the room from us, and it looked like it takes about a city block. This thing was enormous. I could yeah. not believe the capability of that of that machinery. And and I'll just tell you the one thing about it: when they told me that you know because they've got so many things loaded into the machine that as it's going through the field, if it's going through it at about ten to fifteen miles an hour, it might notify the farmer in the machine, "Hey, we're going to slow down." you know, in about 80 feet because there is a weed that we don't want in the field. I've got the poison on board for that weed, and it zooms in on it, slows down to like two miles an hour, and then zaps that weed. That is absolutely – I mean, that's that's NASA stuff to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's lunar lander all over the place. And when you say 12 miles an hour going through the field – you got to understand it. Only about eight to ten years ago, we were going on at a clip of about three and a half or yep. four miles an hour. Yep. So when you're scooting along at twelve, and it can ID that thing from about fifty to eighty feet out in front of you, and then slow down and suggest that we got a little activity going on here, and then shoot a spray that's about as big as the lead on a pencil. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... it's not very big. It's 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 smaller than a than a, a straw in your soda drink. Okay? Yeah. I mean, it, it it almost doesn't even seem possible. You know, and I didn't say, "Oh yeah, show me," because I was afraid that they'd set that thing up to shoot me. So, 
Well, it would identify you and it would say, yeah, we don't want that around here. So it's uh, <laughs> right in the middle of the chest. Yeah, that's, you know, when I, when I, um, uh, I was, I was thinking about, okay, what kinds of things, you know, might Pat want to talk about? Or maybe what kinds of things might we be able to just thrill and amaze him with? And that's when I thought, you know, there's so much high tech stuff that people just don't understand is out there in a part of the, you know, normal farming operation these days. I mean, several years ago, it wasn't even a thought. Oh, no. I remember, do, I remember doing a, a field day uh, when the very first time when GPS was getting into the cab, and it was a field day, and they were doing aftermarket stuff. Okay, so it didn't come, you know, as standard equipment in some of the tractors and combines and so forth. So this company was doing aftermarket applications into the cab of these things. And so they did a big field day, brought a bunch of farmers out, and the farmer's looking at it. And it's like, you have a computer screen in the cab of this? We never had one of those. Yeah. And uh, they're pretty, pretty skeptical about it. And just in the last eight to ten years, we've, you know, ju- just GPS alone, you know, just one technical advancement, GPS, has revolutionized things. Like you can't imagine. Oh, I know. It absolutely is crazy and incredible. Uh, so, again, great equipment that they had out there. A fantastic program for agriculture going on at Huntington University in partnership with Purdue. Some terrific kids from FFA that uh, were there. And and I know every year you're going to have the president of FFA and one other member of their board that'll be on with me, and I already know before I know if it's a boy or a girl, uh, what age they are or anything, I already know they're going to blow me away because that's the way they are every year. FFA is incredible with young people, and it's doing a lot for them. Yeah, always fun to talk to those kids. And and like I always say, if you have uh, any doubts about the next generation, talk to an FFA kid. Oh, I know. I, I need to talk to FFA, too, to see if like they can pr- like provide... I don't know, show producers, news people, you know, things like that, you know, so we could. Some, uh, some training for you, perhaps. Uh, watch yourself. Watch yourself, sir. Hey, Rob, seriously, uh, thank you very, very much for what you did for Always us. Always fun, you, Pat. Always you, fun. Yeah, well, Always you, you make that a very easy day for me, and I appreciate it. Hey, take care of yourself. Yeah. Tell us before you go, when do we hear you on WoWo? I know you're on every morning uh, at 5 o'clock uh, after the music of Little Red Barn, but you're also on on the weekend. Saturday morning, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. I am busy right now in my studio at home here and uh, working on tomorrow's program. And uh, obvious, And tomorrow, actually, there's a very important uh, interview that I've got about crop insurance. This is the time of year when farmers are battling, uh, well, not battling, but uh, certainly well, battling their computer. Yeah. They're sitting there trying to figure out exactly what they need to do and, and what's available as well. And I got a great interview about that. Tomorrow morning starts at 8 o'clock, every Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, Midwest Ag Matters, right here on Wobo. There you go. Rob, thanks so much. You betcha, bud. Yep, talk thanks to you again soon. Rob Winters, who's been around Wobo forever, and, and the guy does know, I mean, knows everybody in ag all over the state, in fact, all over the region. Uh, people coming up to him like crazy out there when we're out there at the forum show, and they come they come up and they point and go, hey, there he is, you know, and they're not talking to me, they're talking to him. So, uh, uh, and, and let me just say this, too. We had a lot of people in the farm community come by our studio there at uh, at the Coliseum, uh, there in the exposition hall uh, where the farm show was. Very nice comments. Hey, Pat, we listen to you every day. Hey, man, great shows, good stuff. Hey, listen, that means more to me than you could possibly know because I happen to know that some of the greatest people, and I'm talking down, down in, in the depth of your soul, some of the greatest people in our area are our area farmers, and you guys make it 
so awesome and so wonderful, and I'm so very glad that you guys um, are part of our show and you're there. And uh, and and then and then the the one lady that came up to me and she offered me. She said, "You know, I know you like pie because I hear you talk about it." She goes, "There's two or three different kinds I make. What kind do you want me to bring back for you?" And I said, "Kim, are you listening?" I said, "No, I really, 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 really can't. I mean, I, I love it. Thank you very much, but I just." can't. And then she looked at me like, well, well, how come? I said, because I like sleeping indoors. Podcasts by Federated Media.